Pope Benedict says in one of his books that the kingdom of God is Jesus himself. This explains what Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 to 4 tells us, that it is God's will for us to be his adopted children in Christ so we can live with him in divine love forever, holy and spotless in his sight. And to fulfill this, St. Paul says that God has given us all the spiritual blessings in the heavens, in Christ, even before the foundation of the world. Jesus is what our Father in heaven wants us to inherit. And if God wants us to live with him forever, why is he so harsh in the first reading, even cursing those who do not trust him? Add to this is what the gospel seems to imply, that the rich, the fool, and the laughing are doomed. Interpreted wrongly, the readings today can make one wrongly think that God is petty and insecure, who wants a miserable life for us, who wants us to suffer all the rest of our life. But is that what these readings mean? A blessing is something that God gives. And since God is good, He gives only what is good. And He, he gives only what is good for us, meaning what is according to His will. And as Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4 says, God has given us all, that means every spiritual blessings we will need even before the foundation of the world. Therefore, there's no excuse for us for not living a holy and spotless life before God. And if a blessing is something that God gives, a curse is when we do not receive God's gift. This does not happen because God withholds his gift or because God gives us bad things. But this happens because we ourselves reject his gift by choosing sin or anything else other than God himself. In reading scripture, we must begin with this fact that God is a God of love and he does things out of love not out of insecurity or spite. Taken from this perspective, the first reading then is a warning rather than a threat. We are cursed, meaning we do not receive God's blessing because we reject Him, because we trust in human beings and the works of human beings. And when we do not trust God, we ourselves deprive ourselves of what he has planned for us, not seeing relief, and we will live in a parched land. We will be frustrated, angry, and disappointed with the circumstances in our lives. On the other hand, when we trust God, we enjoy what God gives us. God will nourish us all year round and even 
if sufferings come our way, even if difficulties come our way, we will not fear when they come. Trusting God goes beyond saying, I trust in God. Our trust in God is seen when we obey Him. This means obeying Him even when he, what He wants us to do is scary. Even if I do not like what God wants me to do, even if I do not understand why, even if it hurts me. If God wants us to give away everything we have, we give away everything we have. But if God wants us to keep, to keep them, we keep them in obedience to Him. Giving away our possessions doesn't mean that we trust God. We only do so if that is what God wants us to do. It is not just giving for the sake of giving, but giving because God wants us to give them away. Being poor in scripture does not mean having no money. It goes beyond not having enough money. The poor in scripture are what the first reading tells us. These are those who whose trust is the Lord. Or to use the words of Our Lady, these are those who let God do to us according to His Word. The hungry in Scripture are not only the ones who have no food to eat, it refers also to those who are yearning and, and longing for God. Even those who do not know that they are yearning and longing for God. Because God is the only one who can nourish us. Weeping is not only mourning for something we have lost materially, but it is weeping because we have lost the kingdom of God, who is Jesus himself, because we have broken our relationship with God, the all-holy God who loves us and gives us his Son for us. But all these come with a price. Jesus warns us that when God becomes the desire of our hearts, people will revile us, people will exclude us, or in modern terms, people will cancel us, people will defame us, but all these are worth it. Jesus commands us to jump for joy because we know that when this happens to us, we belong to God and we possess our greatest desire, Jesus Christ. We possess Jesus when we allow him to possess us. We belong to Jesus when we obey his word. And this is possible because Jesus rose from the dead. St. Paul said in the second reading that if our hope is only for this life, we hope in vain. If Jesus did not rise from the dead, we are the most to be pitied. If Jesus did not rise in dead, we will remain poor and hungry and our sufferings will have no meaning. But because Jesus rose from the dead, we have hope 
that we will see the love of our life, the desire of our heart, Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, who will fill us, who will give us our food, and who will comfort us in our sufferings. So at this Mass, God speaks to those who are poor, who have nothing to boast, who think they have no right to come before God, who do not see themselves worthy of forgiveness. Come to Jesus, trust Him, and you will belong to Him. For the hungry who want something more in life, who yearn for God, who yearn for fulfillment in their life, come to Jesus and He will fill you with His body and blood. For those who weep for their sins, for lost opportunities, for guilt and shame, come to Jesus and His joy will be in you and your joy will be full. Let God enter your life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the source of our life. He is our destiny and He calls us to Himself. Blessed are you who are poor, whose trust is the Lord, for the kingdom of God in the person of Jesus Christ is yours. Jesus, King of mercy, I trust in you.